Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Happy Hour Network. Pay attention, son. This is for your own good. Podcast presented by the Happy Hour Network as well as NGSESports.com because we never stop. Also join, of course, every week as I do by the Heartthrob. Follow on Twitter at GWSCWLIOTC. What's up? What's going on, EJ? How you feeling, man? You're late as always. You're always late. How is it that Joel, Minnesota is on time and you literally log in five seconds before airtime? But Joel, Minnesota Listen. is on time. Listen, did, did the show start? And, yeah. and when you did your intro with this, was I here? I'm on time. I'm on time. You lucky I love you, brother. You lucky I love you. <laughs> <laughs> also, we consider uh, our quote-unquote stupid experiment of guest co-host. This week's uh, experiment is by our good friend Ray Moraldi of the com. also the host of the Ray Ray is Fundamental podcast. Ray Moraldi, a.k.a. Uh, G. Stilio's uh, longest cousin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. For, for a guy that just took a nap, he's team really steps up right now. Well, you know why? I, 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 I I, I'm already five minutes in because I, I went live on Periscope actually today for a little bit, a little pre-show thing. I really hated it, so maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> it's so intrusive. I swear, you know, all, all this social media crap is so intrusive now. 
It is. It is. It is. I kind of like it, though. I kind of like it. That's that, that, that all the reason why. When you brought up Periscope to me, and I said, I'm not getting sucked into it. I'm done with all this social media, like, pretty much prostituting yourself. You have no privacy. I'm done. Like, you got Twitter. But that's and, and you got me on Facebook. And <laughs> the, thing, the, the thing is, G, coming from your mouth, that's sort of a, 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 sort of a surprising, su- surprising development, considering that you are the most me-me person I know. Yeah, it, you know what? Even the heartthrob needs some privacy because if he doesn't have privacy, the heartthrob will get in trouble. So the heartthrob needs some privacy. That's true. I mean, I I, I respect it. I do. Better anyway, you have no other option but to respect it. <laughs> anyway, we are live as always every Friday. Once again, thanks to the people mm-hmm. at Happy Hour Network as well. Ted Hicks, Lee Val, you know, great weight team here. Did you hear the news that, that Ray and Freshly is now on the network with us now, uh, G? Yeah, man. <laughs> let me say, what the hell are they thinking? Let me say, like, I don't know if I should even admit this, but I think me and Ray and Freshly have become friends lately because he texts me all the time now. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. Me, and he texts me the most ridiculous stuff, but it's a lot. But then I give it right back. And he actually had the audacity to say, dude, you cannot judge me. You're just a sick. So I don't know. I don't know where I stand anymore. But yeah, the Happy Hour Network really rolling the really really rolling the dice now for my man Rainer Freshly. Which, by yeah. the way, uh, I, I also did uh, the intro music to his show as well. I'm not sure if it's debuting this week or next week, but yeah, I gave him the intro song as well. Well, it is de- well. The first show is debuting tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I believe on demand at 11 o'clock. Check it out here, of course, right here, Rainer Freshly show. By the way, if you have kids, put them to bed with that show because it's not. You know, let's just say it's not for kids. Um, although when he's on this show, he's, he's actually PG-13. He's, he's actually PG-13 on this show, but, you know, yeah. on his own on his own thing, he's definitely beyond radar. I mean, he's actually beyond NC-17 also, but that's that's that's, that's another talk another day, obviously. Um, anyway, <laughs> NBA Finals kicked off last night. Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. just as I predicted. You know, it's funny. The, the game, the way the game went, and you know, it's funny that all the – all the pre-show stuff, and this is funny, this is, this is probably, the, I guess, the one bad thing by having eight days between, between game one and the end of the conference finals is that you had everybody else trying to make a case for their, for their team to win. And, you know, there were a lot more people picking and I mean, gee, obviously you picked Cleveland, but you had no reason to pick Cleveland other than your G. Um, but <laughs> a lot of people picked Cleveland to win this series, you know, and, and my, my thing was this going to the series. I never said they didn't have a shot. I just said that, and, and especially, it played out the way I said last night. LeBron James can have that game last night, 44 points, out of this world, NBA Finals career high, and still lose. Because the team he's playing on the other side of, 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 the, other side of the spectrum is that good. Is that they can withstand mm-hmm. LeBron. LeBron has to do this four more times to win this series. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks, oh, I'm crazy. No. Golden State is that good because they, they can absorb a LeBron James scoring 44, 44 points and still win the game by eight points. That's mm-hmm. my point coming to the series. Golden State Warriors up one nothing. This to me, this series is already over. To me, it's over. And, and I'm not even bringing the fact of Kyrie Irving because guess what? Golden State played bad. They didn't even play well last night. They didn't even play well last night, and they still won. Mm-hmm. You know, so it comes down to okay, what do you believe in the, in the scenario? You know, do you believe that? The Cavaliers can actually turn around and, and change the narrative. Uh, unless you tell me Steph Curry is going to have a bad shooting night and they get no help for the bench, which is, this is, which is pretty much not normal for them because that's, this is what they do every, every night. 
And a, a lot, I think a lot of the narrative about Golden State, the two things are working here with, with the Warriors, against the Warriors here, I, I think perception-wise, is that there's a perception mm-hmm. that even though they won six, seven games, even though they were number one offense, number one on defense, point differential all the time, I mean, why is, right, right, right now, this is the most dominant team in one season we've seen since the 96 Bulls, okay? And yet, I say that it sounds weird because, oh, it's the Golden State Warriors. So, yes, there's a perception issue here. Plus, if you're an East Coast snob, you're not, watch, you're not watching 1030 basketball. So, obviously, you're going to feel this way and have this thing. It has to literally be a hindsight situation to say, oh, wow, this team is really good. Thoughts, G Studio? I mean, I, I, I told you, I haven't watched one Golden State Warriors game this whole year. <laughs> well, I haven't watched one game by Golden State this whole season. I mean, uh, and, and you, you just mentioned why. I mean, that 10.30 starting time, I'm like, you know me, I'm asleep by 9. You know, <laughs> I'm asleep by, yeah, by well, 9. Well, G, G has Family Guy on, American Dad, done. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you can be Bob's Burgers, American Dad, Family Guy, I'm done for like this happened yesterday, too. But it, it, even even when they're on, I think EJ's right. You know me, I'm very big on perception. And EJ's right about the perception of the Golden State Warriors. When I think of Golden State Warriors, I think of Tim Hardaway, and that's pretty much it. You know, like, so, so for me, Golden State, even now with this great record and everything, they're really nothing to me. Like, I, like it, nothing impresses me because it's coming out of Golden State, which is another reason why I have no interest in this fight. Mm-hmm. Well, Ray, your thoughts? I mean, you already mentioned it. It's a perception issue because Golden State Warriors, it's, it's a weird team. They've fucked forever. So the season <laughs> in the finals is something new. <laughs> and and um, here's the thing. They won 57 games. That's domination throughout the regular season. But mm-hmm. we refuse to believe it because it's the Golden State Warriors. It's like saying, oh, the Clippers win 70 games, but we're still not going to pick them because they're the Clippers. So... It's just weird, and I think the reason why people would want to pick on the Cleveland Cavaliers over the Golden State Warriors is because one player can win a series by itself, and LeBron James is that one player that's capable of doing that. Right. Here's the thing, though, and this is what gets me, and this is where overall narrative comes to play. You know, the narrative about LeBron James this year, especially the last two, three weeks, is that, wow, this is the best LeBron we've seen in in his entire career. No, it's not. He's the same guy that he was in Miami, just not efficient, okay? And the thing is, the difference between LeBron now and then is that your thoughts are different because he's home. You like said narrative. In Miami, no. Look, let me me, me paint you a picture. LeBron James had this. What he he did last night, he had that that series last year in San Antonio. LeBron James averaged 28 points a game. He also shot 60% from the field. And they still lost in five games. That's my point. Yeah, it's different now because in today's NBA, you need death. You need bench. Back then in the 80s and 90s, you can get away with having only seven guys that you can win the title. Now you need about nine or ten. You need to go nine or ten deep. Look at the Spurs last year. That's a great example, right? That's the best example because last year was I just said that. Well, Ray, yeah. you just you just mm-hmm. you, basically, you basically said the same thing I just told you. That that that, that was kind of you stole my you stole my theory. Good job. He's listening. You stole my theory, Ray. Good job. <laughs> He's listening. Yeah, I, I I do listen. I'm not. <laughs> Catch up. Catch up, everybody. Catch up. I'm on fire today. I'm, I'm on fire. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Shut the hell up!
Okay, Chris. But, uh, but what I will say though, the reason why the reason why and I said it last week that I was suggesting Cleveland in five because I really thought Kyrie Irving would, would upset the balance of the Steph Curry fiasco. But I, I right. really think uh, and and uh, what, what, I remember, remember I didn't I didn't see the game. He went he went out of the game with what two minutes left or something like that. Well, oh, he played he played phenomenal, G. He played phenomenal. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. Like and and G. At the end of the game, no, though, it, it, it is, is when he had to make his exit. So, right. I'll, and, like, I, 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 still, I still stand by my claim that, that it, no, 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 you're not, you're not, they, you're not, you're not, you, you weren't wrong what you said because my, my thing was this: is that if, if Kyrie was healthy, you may have a series, but even that was mm-hmm. still a stretch. Yeah. My, and, and, and guess what? Kyrie played well on both sides. But Kyrie played great defense last night. He had two big blocks last night in the game. On Steph Curry. Yeah, block, yeah, block, uh, put, uh, right, right, right the block. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it, well, did, it, it didn't really save the game. Just forced it into overtime. <laughs> well, well, I mean, they, 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 they got the ball back. Well, gave him a chance. Gave him a chance to win the game because that the play that he's blocked him on it was it was a tie game. It gave LeBron a chance to win the game. At the end it didn't happen. So whatever. But so so so, so what if LeBron Shumpert makes that last second shot? What do we say now? Well, it, it, everything is about. Everything's all about what the, we always say the result. It's easy to always say the result. It's easy. Mm-hmm. That would be a lucky shot. Cleveland, look, Cleveland played great last night. They played phenomenal last night. They, they were up 14. They controlled the game. Everything Cleveland had to do in that game, they did. They cut possessions down, okay? They slowed the game down, isolation. They cut, you know, LeBron got in the post, did his thing. Everything the way the Cavaliers, everything the Cavaliers, LeBron said himself shouldn't join the game after the game. That everything the Cavs wanted to do, they did, and they still <laughs> lost. That's been my point coming to the series. That Golden State is still that good. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the last time What's that up? LeBron James in the finals of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He did everything right, and it didn't matter. <laughs> it's the same thing that happened the first time he's with Cleveland. Right. He played I mean, terribly in that finals, 2007, right? You're talking about eh, the eh. Harris twenty two points a game. He, I mean, he didn't, he didn't shoot great, but I mean, this, he was he was the only he was the only one playing on that team. <laughs> I mean, he was on, legit the only one playing the whole season. Him and Mo William. <laughs> well, Mo well actually, Mo Williams wasn't on that Cavs team that went to the finals. Oh, he wasn't. Daniel right. Daniel Daniel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. So, so the team. So the team he had was the team he had in 07 was actually worse than the teams that he had with Mo Williams. This is a record. Wow. That's bad. I mean, I mean, for for perspective about LeBron not having having help and whatnot. That 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 that's definitely better than Jordan. That's definitely better than Jordan. I mean, oh, by the way, the, the Jordan LeBron <laughs> thing. Look, and I I know we all agree that Jordan's the goat and all this stuff. And gee, but I'll say it again: the Jordan the Jordan thing. My this is my perception of the whole Jordan thing. If you have to defend him all the time. Then maybe you're not secure in your love for him and you, and, and and your your love for Jordan and your and and I, I feel like it's a self there's a uh, uh, insecurity about yourself if you have to defend Jordan all the time. Jordan's you're defending. He knows he's great. Everybody knows he's great. You know, there's some people. Well, you, you know what it is, EJ? And like, you remember when you, me, and Roslyn were on, and we were talking. I think it was Roslyn. Yeah, we were talking about music and like the perception of music now and then, and and I was pretty much saying how like the the older school guys are. For you and me, I guess, because we're old school now. Like, you know, we don't relate. I think it's the same thing you have to put when it comes to athletes, especially especially in basketball where it's so generational, the sport. 
you know, the sport pretty much changes um, physically and everything else. Probably every 15 years, the game just kind of changes, you know, it's a different kind of athlete in the NBA. So I, I, I think for people like us, even though we watch the NBA, we can appreciate it, you a lot more than me, you know, it's the fact that, like, when you grow up watching Michael Jordan, you're so much easily impressed. You know, you're, like, when you're, you're 13 to 19 years old, you're seeing a man do these things. That, that, and gee, it, so gee, not, now you, gee, you flip it around. Gee, no, but, what I'm not, saying is, but gee, it's not just that. It's people no, in but, the but, media. But, but I'm saying, but I'm saying it's people it, in the media also, harder, though. It, it, it's a lot harder for us at this age to be impressed. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, it, it but, but, but gee, the thing is, though, I, I, don't I, I, do that. It, I don't think I do with fandom. It's relatability. Right. But I, I, but but that's the thing though. I expect that from people like some some Joe Schmo who's on his couch watching a game who's thirty years old. I expect him from some some guy who's not invested like that. But from people in the media who know better, who know how the game works, that's my issue I have there. I, I mean, the people in the media are just feeding you the mousetrap, though. I mean, that's all it is. It's the, it's the headline grabber. That's all it is. I, I don't like that. Yeah, people like Ray Moraldi. People like Ray Moraldi. How about that? Yeah, but Ray Moraldi. How about that? He's a ratings whore. Everybody knows Ray Moraldi. Oh, he's a whore in general. Ray's a whore in general. He's a karaoke whore, a ratings whore. Hold back. Karaoke whore. Whore. I am pretty easy, guys. What? That's all I got to say. Nice. I'm all about the ratings. You can't say my name without saying ratings. Uh-oh. Hey, over under on two so- on two topics that Ray Moraldi will get where she def- where she uh break down on Hot Five. That's football related. Oh God! What, uh, what is the Hot Five all football related? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. It is a mixed bag. I, 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 I see it. I give him credit. I, 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 no, 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 no. I'll say I'll say he'll knock it out. Over under <laughs> on on the topics of he'll get more than two topics. Actually, feel comfortable. Debating two topics on a hot five. Over under two. Oh, that, that, I, that, 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 there's, there's already one. There's already one I'm not comfortable with. So. Um. <laughs> oh really? Oh man. Oh man. Well, definitely. Well, you know what? Definitely one. <laughs> definitely one. Yeah. There's definitely one. There's, I, I got one. He's gonna not know anything. So. Well, I'll get Ray in the mood oh, okay. right now. Well, I'll tell you what. We come back. We'll get Ray in the mood real quick. We come back. Hot five next. This is Ray Morali Taylor. That's gonna fuck.
Wrestling Podcast. Back here with G Studio. Back here with Ray Moraldi. And, yeah, good. Are you expecting me to say something about Taylor or something? Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, I stay out too late. That's all I'm about to say, so. Huh? <sighs> yeah. Never I, mind. I don't, I don't get it. What does that mean? What does that mean? I stay out too late. Taylor Swift Larry. That's all. That's all it is. Leave wow. Oh, yeah. I get yeah. it now. Well, I stay out too late. All right, yeah. great, great. I, I, well, that, I guess yeah. that's, 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 that's West Coast Asian humor. What? what? <laughs> that's West Coast Asian humor. <laughs> I was that's awesome. Today, guys. Yeah. West Coast Asian humor. <laughs> hey, man, hold on. I'm part Asian. Shut up, G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. What? What part of Asian? His eyes. Uh, yeah, I'm actually uh, one eighth Asian. My girlfriend is full blown. Ah, okay. You know that, right? Interesting. Yeah. You learn to no. every day. Yeah. See, we were talking about Asians. I live in Portland right now, and we're talking about Asians during the break. And I kid you not, but I've been here about eight months now, and I've probably only seen maybe a dozen or thirteen Asians my entire stay here. It's, it's seriously. It's like I, it's like me going to Baskin Robbins, and all I see is vanilla ice cream. I want the other flavors too, guys. Come on. By the way, hey. I didn't go. By the way, I, I didn't go to the taste guest list. Lane Green joins us in about seven minutes. Uh, Dane Thompson, also of uh, the NBA Football Press uh, podcast, will be on the show with us at five o'clock. It is about the second hour. Look at the hot five, shall we? Mm-hmm. G, you ready to go? Yeah, man. Hot five. You ready? Top five stops number one. Vikings running back Adrian Peterson returned to Team OTAs this week after recent Twitter tirade. If Adrian Peterson is liking next season, how many games can this team win this season? Ray. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot immediately. But see, I knew they went 7-9 last year. And they're in right. the Packers. So, I don't know. Football's so random. I'll tell you that right now. There's too much parity in football. I'll say eight. Fair enough. EJ? Well, it's funny. I, I actually uh, share your whole you know, philosophy about Adrian Peterson being so good that he's worth three wins. So if mm-hmm. we're to believe that there's 7-9 last year and this is a team on the rise, this team could be a 9-7, 10-16 team next year, next season. Now, obviously Green Bay is the, is, is the cream of the crop. They're going to be the best team in the, in the division as long as Aaron Rodgers is playing football, okay? Chicago's on the way down. Detroit is in, is in flux. You don't know what you're going to do with Detroit. Minnesota has a great chance the lock in the number two spot in, in NFC North. Plus, you never know, and you know, every year, there's always that one team that always pops out of nowhere and spoils the party and gets the wild card. It could be the Vikings. I'm just telling you, I like what they're doing there. Yeah, I, I, I remember talking about the Vikings all last year. I didn't like I, I didn't like betting against them at all. Um, they, they've been building that roster right. I'm with you, EJ. If Peterson returns, that they can win nine games. I think easily from nine games. Yeah. Um, Hot five topic number two. Panthers quarterback Cam Newton signed a six-year, $103 million extension with the Carolina Panthers. Too much or just right, Ray? Oh, my God. I don't know. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> but, see, they don't keep, their, they don't keep their, the, the whole thing, right? They don't, keep the, they don't keep all the money. How much is the sign? Well, he's, well, he's guaranteed $63 million. Guaranteed. Wow. Oh, that's a hot race. That is a lot. He's worth it. That's too much. I don't think it's worth it. 
game last year. Oh, by the way. Number two, that's a bad team. Without Cam Newton, they're 2-14. and 14, Okay? They're terrible. They're a terrible football team. Okay? So, and look at it this way. When you look at quarterbacks in the league, you know, in the league, all the good ones are locked up. Cam Newton is on the, on the better half of, of quarterbacks in the league. Alright? You let him go, who are you stuck with? I don't know. Who's the backup? Derek Anderson? Really? Um, Cam Newton's one of my favorite players in the league. I gotta say he's definitely overpaid, but I say this saying that every freaking quarterback in the NFL is overpaid. Uh, and, and, and it has nothing to do with athletes getting paid a lot of money. I just think eventually you overpay a quarterback, it hurts the rest of your roster. We've seen it already happen with Baltimore. It's going to happen to other teams. It, 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 it's kind of already affecting in Atlanta, really, because they, they can't find they, they can't find any good free agents for their defense. That's terrible. You know, you, you, you pay a quarterback too much money, there's too many holes. I love Cam Newton. I'm happy for him because he got the deal. But every quarterback in the NFL is overpaid. Oh, oh well. So I guess you'll get. Sometimes, sometimes you do got to overpay though, right? Just to keep the, just to keep the player happy. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I said, like I said, no, like I said, like, no, I, I'm a huge Cam Newton fan. I'm glad he got it. But if I'm a GM of a team and I have confidence in myself to build a team, I'm not paying a quarterback for one. Yeah, but you're also telling dollars. me you're trusting the Vikings, you're trusting the Panthers for an offense. He's been he's been really good in these in these four years. Yeah, 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 you know what though? But, but if you're Cam Newton, do you, you, do you really trust them for the next six years? Nope. Because they, nope. because they've let you down your entire career. Like, nope. If I, I hate Cam Newton. They don't, I, 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 I wouldn't have hey, they, don't deserve, Jay, G, they don't deserve him. I wrote a blog about this on NG Sports. No, they don't. They don't they deserve don't. that guy. <laughs> Get out of there. Um, top five topic number three: New Orleans Pelicans named Alvin Gentry new head coach. Good fit, EJ. I love it. I'm I'm a big Gentry fan now. I'm a little biased because. I met, him, I met him as a kid when he was a Heat assistant and interim back in the mid-90s. Great dude. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a very good coach. Who the hell is he? Heat assistant coaches as a little kid. Like, that's every kid's dream. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I mean, hey, look. I've been in Miami Heat there since 1989. You know, whatever. It is what it is. It's hilarious. Well, he was the interim coach for half a year when they, when they fired Kevin Lockery in 95. I'm just saying that I he's a great dude. He's done well. He, he's made it to a conference final at Phoenix. Don't forget that. I lost to Kobe mm. in, in the Metro Champion Lakers. Um, he's he's had a good career, you know, NBA career. And I think now with Anthony Davis as, as your as your as your core guy going forward, I I, I like this fit actually. I think he's gonna be great. I, I'm sorry, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm just being a biased here, but I think it's a great fit. I think it is. Right? Yeah, there's there's actually gonna be imagination in the offense, and so like Monty Williams is like he he doesn't know what he's doing in the offensive end. But what what Alvin Gentry does need though is uh, some sort of defensive coordinator because he's not that great defensively. But I do want to see Anthony Davis in set and him actually getting the ball in the fourth quarter, which Martha Williams failed to do. So yeah, I like the signing. I remember the Bears had a kick returner named Dennis Gentry. That's all I have to add to this. <laughs> that was it. I have no That's idea who it. the hell Alvin and, Gentry is. And, and I, 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 I never knew who the hell he was until I read this email. 
Wow. Yeah. And, and, and Alan Jenkins didn't... Go ahead. And, and Alan Jenkins didn't kill me when I asked him about him vomiting during the conference finals in the Lakers. He didn't kill me, but that's good. Okay. All right. Hot five topic number four. According to the offensive coordinator, Pat Sherman, the Eagles plan to have running backs from Marco Murray and Ryan Matthews to carry this season. Smart move by Philadelphia. Ray. Right. <laughs> did Marco Murray lead the league in rushing last year? Yes, he did. Very yes. good. So why is he going to share carries of right? I don't even know who Ryan Matthews is about. I'll, I'll say that. I don't know who Ryan Matthews is. That's fine. But why is he going to share carries? Was I, I don't understand that actually. I don't understand. I love. I just love that you, you're letting him go first on these topics. It's like you know what? Oh yeah, yeah. Let, let him let him fumble away. Let him fumble his uh, his his uh, his, uh, his, th- his thoughts on, on on NFL football. You know his 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 forte is really NBA basketball. I love it, G. G. Stelio, excellent strategy. I was at the same thing to myself. <laughs> 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 oh, my turn? Okay. Great idea. Right, Matthews? They're both, they're, they're both productive players. And DeMarco Murray had a record high number of carries last year. If, if you're going to keep him fresh, and to be honest, this is the new thing in NFL anyway, is, is having a, a, a stable running backs who, can, who, who are productive. And I think this is, this is smart by Chip Kelly. I think it's something you should be doing. Pat Schirmer is correct here. I think this, this, this Eagle team is... This Eagles team is going to be very interesting next year. I don't know if they're going to be good or bad, but I, I think they are the most interesting team of this offseason. I think that what they're doing, I, I, I actually, like, I would I would tend to trend towards liking what Chukai is doing as opposed to not liking what Chukai is doing in terms of him letting go McCoy, bringing in two valuable backs for cheaper than McCoy, and what he's doing there. I actually like what he's doing. I, I think this is a positive thing going forward for Eagles. That's my opinion. I think the Eagles will start with a two-back set and then realize Ryan Matthews is complete trash and then go with the Marco Murray to carry well, the load. Ryan Matthews is awful. Even when he's healthy, I don't really care. Ryan Matthews is garbage. Um, That's five, topic number five. Portland Trailblazers forward LaMarcus Aldridge reportedly selling his Portland home. Is this a sign that Aldridge is bolting the team via free agency or is it because he doesn't want to live anywhere near Ray Moraldi, EJ? <laughs> I like. I actually love the second answer. <laughs> I wish that was true, but I, it's probably not. No, the reality is, the reality is, a lot of players do this stuff. They sell homes and they, you know, it is what it is. No big deal. Um, and but it, I, I don't think he's going to sell his home because of necessarily because of moving. Although there's a good chance he might leave Portland. But the thing is, the thing is, though, I still think he'll stay because I think when it comes down to money, Portland can still offer him that, that ever important fifth year of the deal. Remember, five-year deal, teams can offer you, the, the team that has held your rights can offer you five years, everybody else can offer you, you know, just four. So I think ultimately, Portland, they love this guy, the city loves him, he's a, he's a great basketball town, Ray Morales can attest to that, I think he stays anyway. So, But I don't think this is a sign necessarily, you know, this is just a normal thing. Pey- Peyton Manning owns a home in Miami, he's a Bronco. So, come on. All right. I, mean, like, I, 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 I want to tackle this one and then, then let Ray finish it off. But I got to okay. ask Ray a question first about Portland. All right? Is Portland the kind of city that I would have fun in? Sure. I mean, you know what? Is, He's gone. Like... Lamarcus Aldridge is gone. If he had to hesitate to say I would have fun in Portland, Lamarcus <laughs> Aldridge is gone. Then there's a good reason why he's selling his house 
And, and Ray Moraldi just answered the question for me with that little bit of hesitation. I got to believe that Marcus Aldridge is finding a, a, a four-year deal somewhere else where he can enjoy himself and, and live a better life outside. Thank you, Ray Moraldi. See, 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 no, here's the thing, though. No one can read with Marcus Aldridge. He lives, he lives a very private life. And when he claims that Wesley Matthews is his best friend on the team, and Wesley Matthews is you know where he lives. So we don't even know what goes through his mind. If he wants to win, I, I don't know. I don't know if he wants more money or if he really wants to win. Even though seriously, if he goes to San Antonio, I, 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 the thing is, if Lamarcus stays here in Portland, they still have a pretty good chance to win the title because before the way the Wesley Matthews got injured, you know, if the team stays uh-huh. healthy, well, they, they could have had a run. I still don't think they would have been. West Matthews not being there definitely hurt them heavily. But I don't think I still think the Golden State was way 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 better. I still think San Antonio was way better. Clippers way better. All that. I, th- I still thought they were a middle of a pack playoff team even with with West Matthews personally. Uh, top five offense and defense, and until West Matthews got injured, that's when they were still doing well. But in oh, stats case, really? Okay, here you go. It's, 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 I'm just saying it's hard to read Marcus Aldridge. I, it, right now, the Portland media state, it's 50 50 whether he stays or not. Oh, look at Ray. Ray's Ray, Ray, catch my face now. Like, oh, he's back to his comfort of basketball. So, oh, top five fours do defense. Oh, what are you going to say about EJ, you little snob? Oh, <laughs> how are you talking about? Man. You no, he's talking to my face now. I love it. I love it. I love it. No. Okay, never mind. You, you didn't get it. You didn't get the joke there. <laughs> Ray Morales is back to the comfort of his own, of his own uh, bubble, which is basketball. So he he he'll throw stats and you know to support his theory about Portland being a team that should be in the mix, but you know I I still don't believe that. To be honest with you, I still think they were a good team. Okay. I thought they were dangerous, but I just think that you know I just thought that they were not. Uh, I think. Well, I'm also I'm also say the idiot that said the Mavericks would trash the Rockets, so whatever. Was that now? I'm also the same idiot that said that the Mavericks have trashed the Rockets in the first round. I'm I'm the same idiot too that said that as well, and I'm the same idiot that wrote about that Rondo was a great move back in back in January and defended it on on an article. And of course, I was wrong about that. But I'm a moron though. (laughs) Who the hell am I? I'm just a damn I'm I'm a damn media gas bag. That's all I am. You know. So anyway, all right, we come back. Lane Green, BasketballInsiders.com. Next, Earn Freaking Podcast. Not the wake up today with the home in this race. Getting fucked up off the day, honey. Whatever you want to come in, to your fucking alcoholic folks. Making the proper remedy, cause when I hit it, bitches envy me. Say you won't find it, I guess that's fine. But try is this guy when you're talking about man. Nah, my I got a friend named Jim. Got me all straight, now my dick won't bend. Nah, I'm fucked for the rest of the night. Unless I find a piece of ass, one of his loops attack. And look at here, look at here, I done found a bitch. Yummy for the D jelly mix and a switch. Say that shit, cause I don't wanna be your main. Just need a little loser, do you understand? Thinking 
bus when I'm young dude today. Forty and my homies bus eight. I thought about going to the movies, but ain't nothing like a bunch of proper ass hoochies. Just like a play, I can't wet nothing. Let's do simple ass shit, even if it ain't shit. Drink a couple of shots, now I roll to the spot. This is great, people wanna know what I got. Well, one, two, three, here comes the deep. Pass me the road up. And now I'm ready for you, this is the gang of dick Do you get the picture? And so much love for your gals. And he's loving pussy to my motherfucking tail. And I, 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 I'ma stay high. And keep me up into that sweet potato Talk 
Maybe ja- maybe Jasmine Rice or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, follow Lane Green on Twitter at Lane Green with the EZN. All his phenomenal work at BassWithHers.com. This song sounds like Lane Green's actually singing on the song. This is a vocal. Lane Green singing on the song. Okay. what's up, baby? Yo, what's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Oh, why? Wow, you sound very professional, Lane. Look at that. So, you know, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> <All right. Yeah. laughs> oh man. Um, but Ray, you, you know the song. You know it's from, right? The song, right? Yeah, I know. Let's watch Where? From the say it then. Where? I did say it. Mark he just Kennedy's said it. Intro from the. Yeah. From where? Oh my God, you're so annoying. Oh, right, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Gee, okay, Ray, you know what? Screw it. Ray, ask a question. Ask a question or two. I don't care. Jeez. Anyway, so. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. I can't even go on because you guys are just so mean to me this entire show. Um, so. What's Kyrie Irving's status right now, Lane? How's it going over there? I tell you what, man. Everybody's still waiting for those MRI results, but uh, mm-hmm. from what I, from, from what I gather, man, from the people I've talked to, who are pretty close to it, man, um, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's just on pins and needles right now. Obviously, listen, when the news is good, they usually release the uh, send those press releases early in the day. If you if you keep in mind, when the news isn't as good, mm-hmm. they kind of delay it as long as they can, um, and then they release it. So the, the longer this kind of stuff goes on, um, you, you know, you just start to wonder a little bit, but. Hopefully the hopefully young guy, you know, can get back out there sometime. At some point during this series, I think it wouldn't be wise to put him back out there if, if there is something even even if it's just small, um, you know, in game two. Let him rest up a little bit and come out in game three, full thumbs place. Mm-hmm. Is the series pretty much over if Kyrie can go? No, I, I wouldn't say that, man. Mm-hmm, no, I wouldn't I, no, I wouldn't say that, man. And here's the thing, listen, you know, mm-hmm. This is why we like sports. I mean, when you start talking mm-hmm. about throughout history and looking at all the upsets that we – hey, listen, nobody gave Buster Douglas a chance to beat Tyson. Sugar right. Ray Leonard came off a five-year layoff and beat the reigning undisputed middleweight champion of the world and, and, and Marvin Hagler. He had the he miracle on ice. I mean, he listen, we, we could keep, we, we could, we could, <laughs> we could keep on talking about underdog stories and people overcoming the odds. And this is one of the things that – the greats, this is how the greats and the legends are built. You know, one day mm-hmm. you, you could be. I'm not saying it'll happen, but one day you could be sitting back 30 years from now talking to your grandchildren and saying, hey, listen, there was a guy named LeBron James. Two of his all-stars were out. They were on the road. They had to win a game seven at Oracle. Nobody thought it could happen. They had the reigning MVP on the other side with a other bunch of all-stars, you know, full health in front of a crazy crowd, and they pulled it out. But this is the reason why we watch sports. So I wouldn't – uh, put it past anything happening, man. Lang. I've seen a lot of things Lang. go on in the sports game. Lang, that's a cute story, though, but it's, that's not happening in this series. Because, look, every fear, <laughs> every fear I had coming to this series played out last night in game one is that LeBron had to have that game six Boston series, that game against Boston in 2012, four times to win this series. And he had that game last night, and he still lost. To me, last night's game was, was, a, was a precursor of what things are to come. That this team can still was Golden State is that good? They can withstand. They can withstand LeBron doing this and still winning game. That was my my biggest fear, and it, it happened last night. This series is already over. 
No, it could be. But, you know, I listen, I, I'm just not – and I understand where you're coming from. And you get know what I'm saying? If I was looking at it from that from that lens, I'd be saying the same thing. But, you know, at this point, man, listen, there's still games to be played. you got three more games to win. And, you know, I'm not going to just hand the trophy over to any anyone. I mean, it could be LeBron James with this full squad going against Golden State, a wounded Golden State team. The thing about the finals and the lack of rest – Stephen Curry, and listen, we know Stephen Curry's injury history with his ankle. It comes down to coming down on one of those three-point shots, rolling an ankle here, somebody getting taken out there, a suspension here. You just don't know until these are things you play out. No, no, no jinx. No jinx. I'm just saying when you start, I cannot make a definitive statement and say that the series is over. Now, if you want to give me probabilities, I say, man, it's an 80% chance, man, listen, Cleveland can't overcome it. But I cannot go full definitive and say it's over because I've just seen too many things happen in the sports realm where you just left scratching your head. Like, think about the Super Bowl that we just saw. You're like, you know, the Seahawks on the one-yard line. You're like, oh, this game is over. And then what happens? Interception. You're like, it just just keeps your mind to another place. Oh, yeah. Pete, Pete Carroll and that what's the coordinator's name? Uh, G. Stelio, uh, 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 Daryl Be- Be- Bevel. They're both morons. That's what happened in that game. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> but that's, the point. that's the point. Here, Anything can happen, man. Thing, right, here's, here's the thing, though, is that the, my, this, is, this is my opinion too. There's, there's still as great as Golden State was this year. There's still this great perception issue from East Coast snobs like myself and G. Stelio, for example. Okay, hold on. I, I pick wars in seven. There's still a perception along a lot of people on the East Coast that because they don't, even though if I if I gave this, this if I gave you let's say I gave you Golden State's uh, record their the rankings of you know offense defense the point differential all that but didn't have their name attached to it you think oh my god this team's amazing this is an all time great team but then I put Golden right. State Warriors on top of it and say hey guess what Golden State Warriors you, you think oh wow oh well I don't know they're the Warriors. There's a perception issue because the Warriors have been known for the last 40, for the, since the last title they won in 75 as a team that doesn't do these kind of things. So there's still a perception issue I think, out there that I think, unfortunately, that it's going to take a hindsight title, seeing Steph Curry literally holding a trophy to say, oh, my God, this team's really good. Yeah, I mean, I never take anything away from the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they, they were the best team in the league this season. Um, they proved themselves throughout the playoffs. And I don't get into the fact that people say that they're a jump-shooting team. Or Listen, this is a team that can get down and gritty, and they can get in the weeds if you want to. Now, they're a, tough, they're a tough-minded team. That squad is a tough-minded bunch. And I understand that, you know, the casual fan might pick this up and say, you know, the Warriors, same old Warriors, Flash, and no sizzle. Listen, man, no. The Golden State Warriors are, are the real deal. Like, you know, I'm not – taking anything lightly from them. I, I mean, with, but with any team, I mean, you had questions coming into the playoffs. My questions coming into the playoffs was, okay, Draymond Green. I said, man, this guy's going to have to earn his money, right? Because I said, well, think about it. First round, he had Anthony Davis. Then second round, he had Zebo. And, the, and if the Clippers didn't implode, he was going to have to go through Blake Griffin. And I was like, wow. Like, just think about coming into the playoffs, like the murderer's row of forwards he was going to have to try to, 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 to face. But no, man, Golden State, man, best team in the league. And they're on their way to a title, but they just still have to win three more games. All right. Gee. I was going to say, when it comes to perception, I think people had the same kind of perception with Atlanta all year, and they were kind of right. You know, when the smoke cleared, you know, Atlanta was dealing with the same kind of perception, just being one of those mediocre teams just overachieving. You know, but Golden State's kind of like proving it wrong. Lane, yeah. Um, yeah. 
like I, I predicted Cleveland in five. What are the chances of that happening now? No, that's not that's not going to happen. And see, coming into the series, <laughs> coming into that's not going to happen. I come into the series, I had Cleveland in six. And the reason what? I had Cleveland in six, I said if I said if Cleveland's going to pull this out, they're going to pull it out at home. I said if this thing goes seven, it's going to Golden State. Period. Point blank. When someone asked me on the spot, I gave him my honest. I gave him my honest answer. The thing about Golden State is. You know, you could, you could. It depends on the way you look at them. You can look at them and say, "Hey, this team's a juggernaut; they can't be stopped." Or you can look at them and say, "You know what? This team has all. This team has all world players, but they could be the 2012 Oklahoma City Thunder too." I mean, so you know, a team that you know was great, ran through the playoffs, but just got to the finals and didn't live up to it. But so we'll see. And and for the first three and a half quarters, man, of last night's game, Cleveland was in a winnable spot. So. A lot of the doom and gloom, in my opinion, should be about the loss of Kyrie Irving if you're talking about Cleveland, not the particular game that they played. Because the game that they played, yeah, they lost, but Amon Shumper missing that shot at the end of regulation by inches. I mean, we could be talking having a totally different conversation right now because then the game doesn't go into overtime, then you don't see Kyrie Irving limping off the court like you do, and we can have a totally different type of expectation. But, you know, it's going to be fun, man. I, I really like the styles of play these guys go on, and I, I think both teams are going to give it what they got. Lang, let me ask you something. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Has, has there become a battle of attrition now? Because they usually it's the healthiest teams that are winning now. It's not about you want to see the hel- you want to see the team be healthy when he gets to the finals. And obviously, Cleveland's missing uh, Kevin Love, and now they're going to be missing Kyrie Irving. Uh, last year, the Thunder couldn't didn't have a full strength team because they lost Ibaka in two games. And, of course, we had Derek Rosen all these years, and they never got to the finals. So is right. it about that now? And listen, 82-game NBA regular season has always been about it being a rigorous marathon. That I mean, it's just a grueling. I mean, other than like baseball, 162 games, you know, but guys are in and out of the lineup and scratching, you know, however baseball does their resting. But the NBA, man, it's just a marathon. And, yeah, it comes down to who can – survive that marathon, man. And that's what – and sometimes you might look back at it in a few years and say, ah, oh, man, you know, if the Clippers would have got there, could have – but they didn't. And the Golden State Warriors are here, and the Cleveland Cavaliers are there. I thought mm-hmm. – and honestly, listen, let's go back two series. Last series, I thought that the Hawks had a shot against Cleveland. Cleveland came into the series, no love, Kyrie Irving hobbled. I said, oh, man, this is prime opportunity for the Hawks if they're going to make a move to do it. They got swept. The series before mm-hmm. that – the Bulls had an opportunity to take a commanding lead against Cleveland, but LeBron James hit the game winner. And, you know, now we're here. And I went against LeBron in both of those series. So I just came to my mind and said, you know what, man, this series, I don't know, something about the way LeBron was playing. I said, he can, he could possibly pull it off. Mm-hmm. All right. Once again, it's on Green, basketballsides.com, right here on the podcast. Uh, couple NBA topics I'm going to get to real quick. Alvin Gentry named new head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. Your thoughts? Great fit. I think it's a great fit for the Pelicans going forward. Mm-hmm. Lang, your thoughts? Did we lose Lang? He's gone. Lang Green? He's gone. Lang Green? <laughs> Line one, Lang Green? Yo, what up, Whoa. guys? Lang, is there? My bad, guys. My bad, guys. Yeah, my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's just me, stupid. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. He's like Lang. I think like Lang. Lang, here? <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry, I couldn't get off mute. No problem. Is that Lang? Yeah, I'm back. I couldn't get I couldn't get I couldn't get my phone off mute, guys. Okay, uh, we can hear you okay. now, though. We can hear you now. 
My fault. So, what's going to you ask me about the uh, Alvin Gentry? Alvin Gentry. I, I love the, the move. Hornets, the Hornets decision. I mean, I like the move. I mean, I like the move. I, honestly, I was thinking about, I was thinking about, um, you know, maybe like a Tom Thibodeau, but maybe it was too fresh for him to get out there. I thought defensively, him getting down there in New Orleans with Anthony Davis could have been something. Uh, but Alvin Gentry is a great offensive mind. He's he's been on the sideline for for a lot of years. And the thing about Alvin Gentry is. He just has a lot of respect around the league. And when you start talking about developing a, a, a future guy who I think can go down as one of the greats, and Anthony Davis, if he continues his work ethic, putting a guy like Alvin Gentry in his presence, that's not a bad thing at all. He's going to get him this ball in the right spots. He's been around the block a little bit, man. So I, I like the move on paper. I think it was one of those safe moves. We'll see how it pans out. Gee, I'm here. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, 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 you know how it is, Lang. When you're when you're on here, I gotta ask you about my net, but I gotta ask you, what the hell is wrong with Billy King? Because he's looking to extend Brook Lopez and Thaddeus Young, and 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 he can't seem to work a buy out with D. Will, which I can't blame D. Will for. But you you you, you must have saw it heard when else saw it, when the season ticket holders were sent their packages that uh, the only names that were mentioned were Lopez and Young. No mention of Joe right. Johnson. No mention of D. Will. Like, 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 should I just pick a new team to like? Because this team is just terrible. <laughs> tell you, but, but, you know, listen. No, Sorry, I'm no, disrespect, no disrespect. Listen, no disrespect to Joe Johnson. Covered him for a lot of years here in Atlanta. And no disrespect to uh, Darren Williams. Had a, you know, great career early in his career. But, but if you're a season ticket holder and you get – uh, and you got a package with those two faces on it, man, talking about some, hey, re-up your ticket, you wouldn't. You'd rather do it with a guy like Brooke Lopez, potentially, a guy who balled down the stretch, averaged 20 points and 11 rebounds in the last two months of the season, and Thaddeus Young, a guy you acquired in the trade, actually you know, performed pretty well for you. Listen, we all know what's up with the Brooklyn Nets. They bought Darren Williams and Joe Johnson there to bring a title. You know, it didn't happen. They are trying to move on. I don't fault them for not putting those guys at the cover. They haven't earned it the way they've played lately. I thought Joe Johnson had an opportunity uh, playing against his former team in the first round, the Hawks, to really come out, but he was bottled up by Damari Carroll pretty good. And Darren Williams is just no longer what he used to be. There's no need, man. You don't have to keep giving these guys face time if they aren't producing like superstars. Okay, and ultimately, it's up to all seven of the season ticket holders to make that decision if they want to pay the money. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Brooklyn, great move. Seven season ticket holders. Good job, G. Yeah, and another coaching move. Um, the Bulls had uh, Fred, Fred Hoiberg as their next coach. What do you think about that one? Ooh, I missed that one. Ooh, let, man, let me tell you. I, I tell you, man, that – that desire to kind of succeed at the top level must have been something because the thing about Fred Hoiberg was he was made. He was the mayor. He was back home in his alma mater getting the team mm-hmm. to the NCAA tournament. He could probably just coast it for another 15 years, making two, three million a season and just put his feet up. But the desire to be great, right. the desire to push himself. Now, here's my thing. I told the other guys this last week. Sometimes things just mm-hmm. run its course. I don't think Fred Horberg would have been the guy when Derrick Rose was going through all those injuries a couple of years back to hold it together. They needed a guy like Tom Thibodeau, a guy that just was grimy, get down to it. He kept that locker room together. But now things didn't work out. They imploded. They were known for tenacity and fight. They didn't show that when they were eliminated by Cleveland. Now you've got to bring in a fresh perspective. Listen, we're going to open up this offense. We're going to do some things. Maybe we de-emphasize defense a little bit, right? 
and just focus mm-hmm. more on like trying to get guys like Powell Gasol, Derrick Rose, stop him from shooting seven three pointers a game this year, <laughs> and get him more to you know get get some more lanes into him, right? So I think Fred Horbert was a great hire by by Chicago. I didn't like some of the comments coming out about Tom Thibodeau, but I mean it was a it was a good hire. It was, it was safe on paper. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. So are you sticking to your uh? You know, and, and Lane, for the record, I don't want—I want to pick on you, man, because you know we love you here on the show. But you've been—you've been running a, a little bad streak against LeBron. First off, it goes back to July last year. You told me LeBron staying in Miami. That didn't happen. Then you told me right. that LeBron <laughs> loses Chicago. That didn't happen. Then LeBron loses Atlanta. Right. That didn't happen. Lang, give me something positive. But yeah, I've been about I've been on a bad streak about LeBron. But see, LeBron's kind of a cynical guy. One day he wants to be here, one day he wants to be there. But I told you that the Eastern Conference Finals were coming to Atlanta, and I bet you guys a steak dinner on it when Roslyn was on the show. Well, I agree. I, you know, so I knew I, I knew it was coming. But you know, but uh, hey, listen, I'm not coming off my pick yet, man. Like you know, I'm not going to retreat off that. Obviously, the Cleveland Cavaliers are up against it. I mean, they're up against it in every way. But Listen, man, you got the best player on the planet, and this is this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about, guys, and not to kind of go on and on and on about this stuff, but remember about last year, I believe it was, where the Indiana Pacers came out, and it was like the story about Larry Bird was just watching from the stands, you know, just off the street in some dress shoes, some loafers, and some slacks, just took the ball, hit about 15 straight threes, and walked out the gym. Listen, man, that, that kind of stuff builds your legend. This is the time for LeBron, man. If you if – you, if if he can overcome this, you know, there's not going to be a lot of complaints about the guy going forward. But they're up against it, no question, man. No question. I think the series is over. Well, but anyway. I, hope, I hope you're wrong because I want that steak dinner. That sounds delicious right now. No, no, that's already over. <laughs> there's no, the, the bet happened two rounds ago. Pay attention, Ray. The, the bet happened two rounds ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not putting a steak dinner on this series. No. Hell no. Lane's running that, man. You got three kids to feed, man. Come on. You got three kids to feed, man. Not on this series. Yeah, I got no, three no, kids. No, no, no. He don't learn that. Man. Well, we out of Vegas, problem. man, guys, you know, drinks on me, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, really? Hey, hey, drinks, not not Coke and juices. I'm talking drinks. Good job. <laughs> a couple drinks. Man, I bought the fellas a couple drinks. I mean, we are, you know, we grown. What does Lane Green drink normally? I, I, after a hard day at work, the kids are put to sleep. What does what what Lane Green like to drink and put, put his feet up and watch the basketball with? What, what do you like to, what's the favorite kind of drink to, watch, to drink up? Honestly, man, some Gatorade, man. I'm not a, not a huge drinker, but if I'm out and oh, about, man, man, I might, you know, I might, I might, I might get me, you know, I, I don't do dark liquor anymore, man. Yeah, that was more of a college thing. So I might get me, you know, like a higher-end kind of vodka, kind of mellow that out with some kind of juice. And just chill. Yeah, I'm not taking anything really straight. Um, but no, nah. yeah, that's how I would do it. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I can, can use I can some vodka right now. Ray, you don't need an Asian drink. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, follow Langry on Twitter at Langry at the end. All his great work at BasketballTires.com. All his predictions, quote unquote. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, a, I'm on a bad. I'm on a bad streak in this brother, in this playoffs, man. Whew. Brother, brother, I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. I'm Are you a really you. little B then? Huh? Are you really a little beat in? You're putting the curse on everybody. <laughs> I need to. I need to start, man. I need. To, I need to put the curse on somebody, man. I need to get back in this win. I need to get back in this win column, man. But 
You know, yeah. I don't know. I'll leave, I'll leave you guys with the last thing. I'm sorry. I know you're trying to piece me out, E, but, um, <laughs> yeah, man, the Cleveland Cavaliers, are, they're, they're up against it. They're up against it. They're on the ropes. But uh, we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes, man. Anyway, right. Lang, talk to you later, man. See you next week Friday, man. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Thanks. You later, it. Lang. You got it, brother. That's Lang Green, com. When we come back, our man Dane Thompson of the NBA Full Court Press Podcast on this network joins us next. More guests. Because, yeah, that's what we do on our big podcast.
your host, Ernest Eden Christian, once again, Ernest Podcast, presented by the Happy Hour Network, as well as the NGSCSports.com, because what, G? We never stop. Yeah! Back also here with us, continuing our uh, our experiment of, really stupid experiment of guest co-host here. Ray Moraldi is our guest co-host today. Ray Moraldi here with us of the com as well as the host of the Ray Ray's Fundamental Podcast. By the way, check out his podcast. Good stuff there. He has, a lot, he has some great guests this week, too. He had Zach Harper, actually, recently. He had Dave McMenamin from ESPN on there a couple of days ago. Good show, man. I just want to stake dinner some vodka right now. That's all. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Wow, you are terrible. That, that, that's a terrible segue. Man. It wasn't a segue towards anything. Who said it was a segue? Oh, we, have a, we have a guest here. We're talking about having a I know we have a guest. I just Pay attention, Ray Moroni. That's okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Man. Shut up. These guys. These guys. That's the best drop you got. It's oh, yeah, right. Chris, Chris Russo? I'm Asian, that's why. That's what it is. Stay low. Stay low. <laughs> Bring out the guest. All right. Our next guest here. All right. All right. Our next guest here. Hmm. Okay, next guest here. Damn. Okay, next guest here. Host of the, of the uh, NBA Full Court Press podcast here every Thursday on this network. Talk to my man, Danny Thompson, a.k.a. DT. Danny, what's up, baby? What's going on, fellas? You guys have been, like, having me laugh. I'm trying to keep myself calm at work. But, you know. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <it's kind> of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to step away from this one. No, I, I, well, I apologize for making you laugh. Are you good? You good? <laughs> um, yeah, this is what happens. You have Ray Moraldi co-hosting with us. All bets are off. I, all my show notes out the window. I threw it out the window already. Literally. <laughs> Seriously. But let me ask you a question. It kind of feels like the series is already over because everything I said that would play out in the series that I thought would happen in terms of what LeBron needed to do, the Cavs needed to do to win this series, it played out that way last night, and it still happened. We're LeBron had to have that game, that Boston 2012 Game 6 game where he just goes absolutely bonkers four times win the series, and yet that still wasn't enough last night to win the game. That was my, that was my fear coming to this series, and it played out in Game 1. I, I think the series is already over. You, you know what? The series, it, for me, it has to deal with the, the MRI Kyrie Irving. If he is not going to be able to go, then this series is over, but I don't see Cleveland getting swept. I don't. Th- I think LeBron has too much pride to let this team get swept in four games. They'll lose in five, but it won't be a sweep. But if Irving is fine and he's able to go Sunday, you know, Cleveland was in it to the very end. You know, as bad as they played outside of Irving and Mozgov and LeBron, they played terrible and they were in it and they had a chance to win it at the end. So it wasn't too bad. Well, but that, and I agree with you saying there, but that's the thing, though, is that, go, in my opinion anyway, Golden State didn't even play that well last night. And I don't think you're going to have that Golden State game again in the series. You, you make a good point with that, but at the same time, will Cleveland's other players shoot 6 of 24 from the floor? Will J.R. Smith go 3 of 13 from the field? I mean, well, Amon Shepard. That, that's very possible. You know, that's, that's actually very possible to happen again with J.R. Smith. Because it's J.R. Smith. Come on now. <laughs> well, you, at the same time, is Tristan Thompson going to score two points? Is Shepard going to score six? You know, I mean, EJ, you're down in Miami. I think it's time for David Blatt to do the, the goal, Eric Spolster, and dust off Mike Miller. <laughs> Get him on the floor. I mean, That's a good no, point. I think, 
Danny, why is he? Why has he got any playing time in Cleveland? You, you know what? I thought they were saving him and Sean Marion for the finals. I really thought. Well, you know, Mike we're Moore here. Was only, you know, <laughs> and we're here you, now. you would think. Mike, you would think that Mike Miller and, and Sean Marion would be, you know, be used more in the finals. But, you know, Mike Miller's only good for seven games a year, and this is like he's only played in two. So I think it's about time to get him going. Um, you know, you would think they play more of their veterans, Kendrick Perkins. You think they play these guys who've been in these big situations before, and maybe that was just game one for David Blatt. We'll see how Sunday goes. Gee. Danny, I gotta tell you, I didn't watch the NBA Finals because I watched Bob's Burgers and I fell asleep watching American Dad. So, 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 so how much of a human being do you think of me right now? Um, you're not as bad as the people I work with. So, um, I, I think think one of my coworkers was watching something on HDTV last night. So he lost his bad card completely. So you can't be nowhere as bad as he is. Thank you. <laughs> See, he's not too bad either. <laughs> Danny, Danny, Ray here. Um, so what is your perception of the Golden, what is your perception of the Golden State Warriors? Because we've been talking about this whole show where uh, they're one of the most dominant teams in the regular season, but yet they're still the Golden State Warriors. That's why people think of them as less. What do you think of them? You know what? They're a full team. You know, they're a team that we watched last night that you would think that they don't have the depth or Steve Kerr's are short in their rotation. They played ten guys, mm-hmm. and they have ten quality guys. We didn't see much of David Lee, but they brought space off the bench. Iguodala, like I said on, the sh- on my show last night, was going to be the X factor last night. You know, he mm-hmm. did what he was going to do on LeBron. Sean Livingston played a big role. I mean, this team was playing Festus Azili in overtime, and he was actually, you know, <laughs> he was putting in work last night. And, you know, that Barbosa, so right there, that's five guys off the bench. And, like I said, we didn't even talk about David Lee. And they, they have bodies upon bodies in Cleveland that are just throwing, you know, mass unit players right now. So, there's the difference right there in the series. One team has a full team, and the other team has just LeBron. How about the fact that they uh, dusted off Maurice Spates, who hadn't played a single minute in NBA basketball since May 5th, and he had an effective game. That was my point coming to the series, that Golden State could absorb a LeBron scoring 45 points in the game and still win because of all the all the tools they have in that, in that team. And they have – and look, and, and my thing was that they were never going to – the, the idea was this. They weren't, they're not going to stop LeBron James. LeBron James had this series last year, too, against, against San Antonio, and they lost in five games. You know, it, it doesn't matter about LeBron necessarily. It's everybody else. It's about disrupting their offense. And Golden State, unlike Atlanta, unlike Chicago, has guys that can disrupt Cleveland's offense enough to, to win a ball game. Exactly. I mean, you know, Clay Thompson had the best shooting game, but he still scored 20 points last night. Draymond Green didn't have the big game all around, but, you know, he, I think he scored 14 last night. Harrison Barnes scored 11. You no, know, Iguodala scored 16 off the bench. Like you said, Spates, they dusted off the shelf, and he dropped, I think, eight points last night. They got scoring from everywhere, so they didn't have to rely on Steph Curry. I mean, Cleveland scores 100 points last night, and LeBron scores 44 of them. That's a problem. What, what, would you say? Would you say like, considering now that the Kyrie Irving, even if he comes to play, he's obviously not going to be 100. percent He might be at 60 to 65 percent. But let's say, considering the absence of Kevin Love and the possible absence of Kyrie Irving, this could be the worst championship big three of all time. I mean, if LeBron, I, I said, I, I was telling a, a buddy of mine this morning, if LeBron pulls this off, miraculously, somehow, if the Cavaliers win this series. All talks about LeBron James should cease at this point of, of, of establishing his greatness and the fact that this guy is our generation's basketball Jesus. Because, honestly, if Kyrie Irving is out, 
it would take an act of Jesus to, to for them to win the series. <laughs> LeBron oh, better be parting the Red Sea. He better be parting the paint. I mean, LeBron better start hitting threes, dunking from the other side of the court. That's the only way Cleveland's going to win the series. I agree with you. Chief, uh, I mean, Ray. Danny, should we just stop talking about lack of experience when it comes to players playing in NBA Finals? Because if the team's good, they're good, right? You know what? I think experience plays a a hand in some, in certain situations. It also depends mm-hmm. on the role of a player. So if a guy like you know LeBron James, he's been in plenty of NBA Finals. He's been in the last five. You know that's a great experience. Now the other four guys around him have never played you know as much as a, a meaningful game in the month of May. You know you look at Golden State. You know yes they don't have any Finals experience, but their head coach has got three championships. You know he coached. He played played for the Bulls. He was on Popovich's staff. He, he's got championship experience. So, for me, it all just depends on the role of the player. I think, you know, mm-hmm. Mike Miller and Kendrick Perkins, they've been, and James Jones, they've been in the finals before, but they're not playing. So, obviously, they're not mm-hmm. making much of a difference. If they were playing, then I would see the experience factor being different, but since I don't think neither one of those three are going to see the floor, it doesn't really matter. Okay. I agree. I agree with you, man. I agree with you. So, once again, talking about man, Dane Thompson, the NBA Focal Press Podcast, right here on the Earth Podcast. Um, last question as you go, brother. Um, what's your thoughts on this whole Dwayne Wade, uh, Miami Heat uh, contract uh, dis- dispute, I guess? I mean, there's a lot of stories coming out here. Now, I heard Dan never started saying that, according to the Heat, that a lot of these stories that are coming out about, like, the fact that they lowballed Wade for under some of the that's not, not even true. Because, first of all, they're not, they're not even allowed to talk about contracts until July 1st anyway. So, what do you make of this whole whole story, Dwayne Wade? Do you think Dwayne Wade will still be in Miami going forward? Do you think there'll, there'll be a resolution? Or do you think it's actually something that, that will actually uh, – the way we actually will consider actually leaving the, the, t- the team if necessary. Where is he going to go? That's the question. That's a $64 question. Where is he going to go? I mean, if he leaves Miami, which he pretty much runs the city, he's the mayor of the city, it's Wade County down in Miami. Let's yeah. be serious here. Where is he going to go? He's going to go to New York? He's going to play in L.A.? <laughs> I mean, where is he going to Philadelphia? <laughs> I mean, if he goes to Chicago or plays Jimmy Butler, it doesn't make him any better. I mean, just think about it. Wade's, you know, Wade's good for 60 games a year. His body's starting to break down. You know, yes, he wants to get paid. Yes, he's tired of, of, of taking pay cuts. I understand that. But we all have learned that at the end of the day, it's all about what's going to happen with Pat Riley. Pat's, Pat's been a genius on putting these guys together. You know, I read a report myself this week saying that Pat's trying to get Wade to opt in, you know, for next season so that he can come off the books next summer so that they can go over the cap to sign Wade, but at the same time, use that money for some guy named Kevin Durant to try to bring him down to South Beach. Who? I think, I think Kevin Durant. that's a pipe dream. Personally, that's a pipe dream. But I, I think what Riley wants is to get, get Durant in a room. I doubt it happens anyway. Um, he comes to Miami. But I think that what the idea is that Riley wants, wants to get him in a room. But I think the overall situation with Miami is that they want to be, be able to sign Goran Dragic number one, be able to re- prepare to resign Hassan Whiteside next Hassan summer. Whiteside. And, and have another veteran. It, it, maybe not Durant, it's a Durant, it could be anybody else, but the idea is Miami is preparing for the next two, three, four years, you know, to, to contend in the East. Because look, in the East, it's not hard to contend. It's Cleveland and anybody else. So you think, especially in the East, you're, 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 you're in the mix immediately. So, EJ, you're telling me if Pat Riley gets in the room with Kevin Durant and he says, listen, I know you have, you know, Oklahoma City sitting on the table, you got to deal with Russell Westbrook and Billy Donovan on one end. You can go to LA and be the aftermath of Kobe. You can go to Washington and go home. But just think about this here. You got Drogic, you got Wade, you got, you got Bosch, and you got Hassan Whiteside. 
come down to South Beach. We'll put, we'll put the money on the table. We'll go over the cap. We'll resign Wade. Don't think that Kevin Durant doesn't think about that in the back of his mind. Oh, no. I, have, I, I'm not saying he won't, but I mean, I'm just thinking that. And, and look, after what we saw in 2010, I would never doubt Pat Rowley in, in, in that organization. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, I just don't see it happening. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you know what? It, it, for me, I think the two that, you know, next, next summer, I've already said this once before, that Durant goes to Washington. And I've said this for a long time. I think that Durant's going to go to Washington, and I think that Tom Thibodeau is going to be coaching Washington next season. I Whoa. think when, when, when Durant Whoa. goes, Whoa. it's going to be, it's going to be Thibodeau. Yeah, I think that Whitman, Whitman's going to get himself insanely fired because he's one of the worst head coaches with the most talent in the NBA. <laughs> and I guarantee you, if Kevin Durant says, listen, I want a new head coach, I'll put, this, I'll put the name on the dotted line, and we'll fill up the beltway every single night, don't think a poll in the staff will say, Randy Whitman, please clear your office and turn in your keys um, at the end of the season. Don't say nothing. Don't even talk to reporters. Just get in your car and go. We know what? We'll even pay for you the taxi. And, you know, mind you, we'll even pay for your office to get cleaned out. Just don't even come to work. Bye, Felicia. Oh, wait. That's not, that's not cool to say anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, follow. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Anyway, follow uh, uh, Danny Thompson on NBA DT29. Is it NBA DT29? Yep, on Twitter. Yep, NBA DT29. His great show, the NBA Full Court Press. On the Habit Network here every Thursday next week, seven thirty. Actually, too, he's, he's airing the show before the finals start. The game starts so a little early next week, seven thirty. Yes, I heard I heard the show last mm-hmm. night. So, <laughs> but yeah, Danny, <laughs> thanks for coming to the show, man. I really appreciate it, brother. Hey guys, keep me laughing for the next half an hour. You guys have a great week. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> Later, brother. That's the man, Danny Thompson, right here on the Earth Shaker Podcast. All right, we are done with Gus now. We got what? Yeah. We're done with guests now. All the guests are exhausted. Awesome. I should, I should have some vodka now. No, they have to do a rave for the next uh, 40 minutes. Easy work. Light work. Light work. All right. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk more about this Wade heat thing and maybe play new games. Back for the podcast.
Podcast. Back here with G Studio, Becca Ray Moraldi. Welcome to thank you to Lane Green as well as Danny Thompson for coming on the show today. We have exhausted all our guests for today. Um, and uh, yeah. By the way, check out this Sunday also on the Headbound Network. Check out G Studio's playlist. If you haven't hear my playlist, um, oh, we got uh, we um, we got some breaking, breaking, breaking news. <laughs> Court reports, Cavaliers announced Kyrie Irving has a fractured kneecap out three to four months. So so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I mean, I, I actually feel more bad for Kyrie Irving because, like, he, he, yeah, you know, he, he, this is the only team he's played for. And I actually think – remember before LeBron got there, like, he was the guy, you know? Like, he was, like, he was the guy there. You know, he, he came out of Duke. Like, I don't know. I just feel bad for him because I like Kyrie Irving. Any thoughts, uh, Riveraldi? That's awful. That's just awful. I hate injury so much. More breaking news. <laughs> According to reports, 49ers off the tackle, Anthony Davis has retired. That's four retirements this offseason for the Niners. <laughs> that place sucks. <laughs> the, the, the Niners are my favorite team, so yeah, bottoms up. That's terrible. <sighs> okay, let's uh, yeah. Since we're doing this now, let's play a new game. New game called What's Trending Now. <laughs> game three tickets are down 16% on resale market after the Clean Cavaliers loss plus Kyrie Irving's injury. Your thoughts? That, that 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 that's plain old economics, man. You know, the supply and demand. The demand's not going to be there too much for for the Cleveland fans because they're they're already down and 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 now they're down their other all stars. So, like, uh, but, but, but pretty much even if they win that game, like you know you know you're pretty much going to lose that series. What's the point of spending all that money? What do you want me to say? I mean, Kyrie Irving's going to be out. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Seriously, like when a player gets injured like that, I'm just kind of like that. That kind of brings on like my entire hoop, man. It sucks. It, it sucks. That's all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you, brother. And this this could be a sweep. This could really be a sweep. Oh, I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe a five game series. Nah, all nah, right. yeah, you, you know mm-hmm. what? I, I really can't see any team beating LeBron James four times in a row. That's why I, I can't see a sweep. Uh, unless your name is Tim Duncan, of course. Anyway, yes. Let's try it now. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's try it now. New Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh walks out of a Michigan walks out to Michigan fight song at an Alabama camp. By the way, I love this Jim Harbaugh since he got rid of, since he left San Francisco. Fresh air, always smiling, joking around, great with the kids. I love this Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. G. Yeah, uh, I mean, are, are they playing Alabama this year? No, right? I don't even think they're I have playing. No idea. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think there's a very good chance he's not playing Alabama, and he's lucky. I think Alabama would have ran the house on him. <laughs> for, for, for all the indirects and everything he's doing at Alabama, I, I think Nick Saban would have cleared that spread by 35 against Michigan. Jim I Harbaugh rank. left the Niners. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh <laughs> left the Niners. Bottoms up. Wait, you, you, wait, so you hate, wait, so you hate the Niners, huh? No, he likes them. I'm, I, I, no, I love the Niners, but everything's just going downhill from here. So I'm just like, what's the point of watching? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> what's trending now? <laughs> Miami Dolphins rookie, 
Devontae Parker had foot surgery today. Now reports are that he will. Now there are reports that he'll be he'll be ready to go for opening day, training camp, the whole nine. Nobody cares about the Miami Dolphins. Nobody. Next. This is foot. This is football. <laughs> Nobody okay. cares about the Miami Dolphins, EJ. Nobody cares. Ohio State quarterback Cardell Jones tweets sexist comments, but claims he was being hacked. All yeah, this yeah, is in the book. Yeah, go ahead, Ray. Go ahead. Sorry. All this excuse in the book. Remember when Ray Allen like tweeted something about something explicit, and they claimed he was hacked, and he was gone from Twitter. So this always happens to athletes. What's their password? NBA or something? <laughs> it can't. So first off, this whole idea of players being hacked is so stupid. Because like, I'm sorry, you can't. You're an idiot. That's like the the easiest go to like move. All hacked. Dude, so that yeah. I, that I go. Come on, dude. Just own up to it. Be, just say, I'm not, sorry, not, move not on. Not just athletes. Everyone. Everyone uses that. Yeah, everybody. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actors, music artists, everybody gets hacked. And, yeah. it, and, and it happens a lot with rap artists because a rap artist will see something about another rap artist, and, and then he'll say, oh, no, I was hacked. And it's like, no, you're just a punk ass. By the way, I, I, <laughs> by the way, I can see G. Steele being that guy. Somebody calls him out and says, oh, no, I was hacked. I was hacked. I was hacked. Not you, me? Ah, hell no. <laughs> you'll never, you'll never no, see me complicated. I, I see G as a guy that really doesn't care too much. So, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I would never play him like a hack. No, G's a jerk. G's a jerk. G's a jerk. It's okay. Jameis Winston has said that working with the second team in Tampa has helped him a lot. I, the reports are he's looked good in camp. Yeah, I mean, he's got, he's got to say everything nice PR-wise. I'm, I'm pretty sure everything he's saying is being told to him to be said by somebody else, and that's the way he should be going about it. Good for him, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Marshawn Lynch and Rihanna had a conversation at courtside yesterday. How do you think that, was, how do you think that conversation went, G? Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah. yeah. R- R- let me it's say ratchet. something about Rihanna. R- Rihanna is a straight up ratchet hoe. So, should it, yep. it, 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 <laughs> like, she, she, she will get with anybody who's an A list celebrity, B list celebrity, C list. She doesn't even care. She doesn't know what he's talking about. She is a ratchet, dirty, you know, that's it. So, it doesn't surprise me. He, he didn't have to say much for, for, for her to probably leave the place with him. That's what I think of Rihanna. Hey, Rihanna, want some Skittles? Wow, good job, Ray. Lil B, the base god, takes credit for Jared Smith's second half and LeBron James' missed game winner. Yeah, I didn't understand that because he, he, like, jinxed him or something. Stupid. So if the Warriors lose, do they take credit for that too? Like every loss of anybody, they'll take credit for that. that? Who, who is this guy, Lil B? Like the base guy. Who is this guy? Just I don't guy, know. Man. Oh, everybody. I mean, seriously. Why is he so important? No, he's so jealous. <laughs> I'm not jealous. I mean, you're, 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 you're the one calling it, like, news around the world or whatever. So, you know, obviously he made it. He, he, if his news made it to this podcast, then he made it. 
I, I mean, I, I no, 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 you know, he didn't make it. I'm just saying, though, why is, why is it so important? I didn't know who he was like a month or two ago. The base god, LeBron, uh, you know, I mean, Kevin Durant gets hurt. Oh, he gets trashed for that. Okay, whatever. Who cares? I don't, I don't understand it. I just don't get him. You sound so jealous, man. No, I'm not jealous, G. I'm not, dude, I'm not jealous. You sound, guy. You sound, you sound hey, petty. Hey, EJ. You sound old. And you sound tired. Just put a curse on someone, EJ. Just put a curse on, I don't know, Dwayne Wade. See how he reacts. See how the world reacts. We, we, we already got three rings, though. Who gives a damn with Dwayne Wade? He done uh, got three rings for us, right? Well, I got three rings. Let losers take care of that. <laughs> oh, my God, I got three rings. <laughs> Who said that? Me? Well, you know what's funny, though? Everybody got naked pictures of the white man, too. That's great. Of who? Gabrielle Union. Oh yeah, you saw those already? <laughs> Man, as soon as as soon as like 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 naked celebrity photos come out, I I, I get them DM to me. Man, don't worry about my connects, man. I, I I'm out there. Because <laughs> I cause I did too. I saw I saw pictures of her. I, 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 I didn't even know. Like I I had three people put it in my DM box on Twitter, and I was like, what is this? I was like, whoa! And they're like, yep, Gabrielle Union leaks just uh, they just leaked out. I'm like, oh, all right, no. Yeah, 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 do you guys remember when there was like a two or three week span where like every other day there was a new show? Oh, the hackers! Yeah, yeah. The like, hackers. What happened to that? Like, I, I, I thought we were gonna get everybody, and it just stopped. I, I was looking forward to all of this. You know what happened? Hashtag blame Ray Ray. What? I, I will what? blame Ray Ray. <laughs> I, 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 I was waiting on those Katy Perry news to leak out one day. Yeah, we didn't but, get that one either. But, uh, but, but, but you know what? You know what? Uh, I'm not one to talk about people's you know news and stuff and, on the show. But you know whose news I found very very provocative was actually was a uh, was Kaylee Cuoco from um, Big Bang Theory. Well, she's fucking hot. Oops. <laughs> no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is that that happened. Actually, I, I, no, I, I saw this and there was actually of news of of her having sex. Like what? Why is that Isn't she married to, like, a hockey player or something? Like, she's married to somebody that doesn't deserve her. A hockey player? Well, why, why, why would a hockey player deserve, not deserve her? Because she should be with me. <laughs> Dude, you don't even watch the show. Shut up. I hate that show. It's, uh, I can watch it on mute. <laughs> I mean, she's a hottie, show. She's a hottie. Mm. Do you watch the Bang Theory, uh, uh, Ray Moraldi? Seen a few episodes. I'll probably um, marathon it during the summer or something. Hmm. I actually don't like her with the short hair, though. I don't really like her at all with the short hair. Nah, I, yeah, I'm with you, too. I, I wasn't digging the short hair. I wasn't digging it. Not my thing. Sorry. Hmm. My boy, what, what was texting me? Cavs are done. It's a sweep. What, what was your first clue? <laughs> Seriously, Zach. What's your first clue? <laughs> Seriously, Zach. This is for you, Zach. There you go. Deserve that. Oh, yeah. She, and she just changed her hair color now, too. It's like pinkish. I don't know what's wrong with her right now. She, she, she's falling off my top ten quick. <laughs> what's Ray's yeah, top ten? Like... Hmm? What's Ray's top five girls? You're asking me? Five, top five girls? Yeah, I'm asking you. Oh. Uh, um, I've, I've always mentioned Lacey Chabert. From uh, Mean Girls, she is cute. Uh, she played Gretchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe Deschanel. Um, you're still on Zoe, uh, aren't you? Wow, you're still on Zoe. Yeah, I, I love Zoe. Yeah. 
Um, shoot. There, there's a Playboy playmate named Jessica Versiaga. She follows me on Twitter, so. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, a couple others. Uh, uh, probably, probably, well, Katy Perry kind of looks like Louis Chanel. So there's that, too. Um, oh, this show's going gonna to hell now, because we're, we're, we're trying to find this talk about it, it, went, it went to hell like an hour ago. <laughs> Actually, it went to hell when you got me as a guest, basically. You know why? Um, you know why? You know why? You know why? Because you know why it's going to hell now? Because we're, we're inching close to baseball. Oh, and while great. I and while I love baseball, and I love baseball, but I don't think anybody listening to the show wants to hear me talk about baseball two hours. That's not going to happen. Sorry. Oh, oh God. That's a waste of time. Is Jose is, is is still playing? I'm kidding. The who? No, I know. Jose Canseco. Is he still playing? Wow. That's funny. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You East Coasters have weird taste in humor or something. Shut the hell up! <laughs> See, no, that's funny. <laughs> Weirdos. I guess we'll say it for the show now. Are we seriously just got like not going to talk about Bruce slash Kate Jenner today? We're seriously not going to. We're going to act like this didn't happen. I'm honestly so burnt out on the Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner thing. Honestly, yeah, but, but, I'm sure everybody, 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 she has crept on my top five. I'm, I'm so. She is hot, Kendall. If you're listening, because I know you might be listening, <laughs> hit me up on Twitter. Why don't you tweet about it right now? Say, listen to this podcast. Tweet to Kendall, and you know, I actually, tweeted something. Actually, tweeted something this weekend. I said, if Tigger could get Kylie Jenner, then it only makes sense that the heartthrob gets Kendall Jenner. And I tweet, I tweeted that all of them, and nobody responded. So. Well, yeah. you never know. Sometimes they I just, they just answer I tried. Hey, I tried that. I, I probably tweet Katy Perry once every week. She ignores me. I think I'm blocked, <laughs> maybe. I think I might be blocked. Keep, keep trying, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to keep trying. I'm not going to stop. All right. I'm cool. a, a heartthrob. They're going to give it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll actually tag I love all my G's confidence. Like, I'm the heartthrob. I'll, I'm gonna, I'll figure it out. It's all good. Yeah, I'll actually tag Kendall Jenner right now for you, okay? Hey. Kendall Jenner. I'm seriously tapping that right now. <laughs> you see? What do you got to do? Wow. You know what's awkward? When, like, you're going on Instagram, right? And mm-hmm. or right now it's Facebook, but this girl I know, she uploads her Instagram thing to Facebook, right? And it's a guy I used to work with, and it's his sister, and his sister is in DR, I guess, on a beach, and she is looking ridiculously good. Isn't that awkward? Where, like, someone you know's sister just kind of looks sexy. <laughs> That's today's uh, boring story presented by G Steel. Omega, Omega. Yeah, you know what? You say that, right? And I'm gonna put this picture in your inbox, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, do it, <laughs> do it, <laughs> do it right now." You're gonna be like, "Oh, that's that's understandable." Then I just tweeted Kendall just for you, G. See, I'm a good guy. You are a good guy. You're a lot better than EJ. See, that's what I thought. 
I actually said the F word on this show today. That was my bad. You did? Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, what I was talking about. I don't know what I was talking about. but we, we, we're, <laughs> a, we're, actually, we're actually considering going a little harsher on this. It's funny. I was having this conversation. You know, I, you know, I don't care. I'll get into the into – the, the, uh, there's a – thank you, G. Appreciate that. Um, I'll get into the uh, the little backstory of this, of this of this podcast. But we're I, – I, I've listened to a lot of old shows from back in the day. And I'm really considering going, you know, going back to like allowing this show to be uncensored again. I'm, I was considering that because, you know, let's face it, man. We're 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 you know we we we're, we're human. We like to not be restricted. We're not on FCC airwaves, you know. And uh, I kind of like the idea of us being we would say how we want for the most part. You know, obviously we have the support of our, of our guys, you know, here at the networks. So that's not even an issue. But I but I was talking to Ray Moraldi about this last week and asking you know what is, mm-hmm. is will this be an issue? Do you think it's be an issue if I, if I went you know you know more uncensored? And he said, and eh, depends on what you're trying to do. But I don't know. I I we asked to go uncensored again because you know I I don't know. I like the idea of having not having restrictions. Do you feel super limited without the with the restrictions? Like does it really file and whatnot? It does actually. Okay, then do it. Ooh. I got the ace and blessing. Yeah, like I, I, I feel like I have to give myself restrictions because then I'll just go crazy. So I have to because I know myself. I get that. Like, 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 DJ, you, you, you hung out with me for like what six hours, and my profanities go crazy in a regular conversation. Oh yeah. Well, so, well, so of mine though. I'm, I look. Be honest, dude. My wife and I curse all the time. Like, you should hear us. Like, we, we have a, we have a thing in our house called with the baby. You know what? I'll share a story in the next on the next uh, next half of this segment. When we come back. We'll get some more storytelling time and shout-outs next. Storytell time. When I get off of this mountain, you know where I want to go. Straight down the Mississippi River to the Gulf of Mexico. To Lake Charles, Louisiana, little Mexico I once knew. And she told me just to come on.
I have to admit, so I, I think of, I, it's, it's, I'll it's, it's kind of like every time I go on the show, really. It gets really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I just think it's at the point now where there's something going on. And now with this Kyrie Irving news now, it feels like a foregone conclusion. The series is over. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just, well, well, injury sucks. As the host of this show, you, you should have prepared yourself for that. I mean, we can just sit and play music the rest of the show. By the way, uh, check out G Stelio's playlist this coming Sunday on the Happy Hour Network. Um, I think G was doing did his uh, top five hip hop artists of all time. Um, no, I did it my. Just, uh, no, it, it, it was actually just top five rappers. Because top five music artists would be different. Just top five rappers. That's why I said hip hop artists. No, I think you said artists. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, as I said. It's okay. I didn't mind this last week, actually, on my playlist last week, Sunday. Check it out on the, on the network. Um, but G still have his playlist. I, I love this idea of doing the playlist. I, I think it's a really cool idea. Yeah, but and, 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 I, I was surprised by your playlist of favorite artists. Did you like it? I, I, I liked your format. I didn't agree with your top five, but it's your personal top five, so it is what it is. Like, uh, I was just surprised to see Phil Collins up there. What's wrong with my, what's wrong with my top five? No, there's, there's not a wrong with Phil Collins. The top five is kind of... It's a high regard, you know. So, but but I do understand how different artists speak differently to to the listener. So, you know, it's kind of caught right. me off guard. I know I, I never heard anybody put Phil Collins like in their top five. You know. Okay. But well, MJ MJ MJ's an obvious. Stevie's an obvious. Uh, I I guess Prince. James Brown's Prince. a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I would say like like those two are the surprises because Prince Prince, if you grew up in the eighties, you know, that doesn't really surprise anybody. You know. And Michael Jackson for you is not a surprise. Stevie Wonder shouldn't be a surprise. I mean, Stevie Wonder. You know what is Stevie Wonder? He's one of those artists that, and and I mean, you know what's funny? But you can say that about, about any one of those three in your top five, actually. Um, and that, that, that those are the kind of guys you're not surprised that they're on somebody's top five. You're also not surprised that they're not. <laughs> right. True. True. You, you know, because all of them uh, vocally has, has such distinctive sounds that if you didn't like their voice, you wouldn't like their music. Right. Exactly. Actually, we should, get Ray, we should get Ray Morales to join this, uh, this, uh, this um, thing. This uh, thing. You know, I think Ray Morales would do well with this. What? What? Music? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> yeah. everyone yeah. just says so. Everyone just says that the Spice Girls are my, like, uh, my all-time favorite uh, musical artists, basically. But no, it's because I live-tweeted their movie five years ago during Christmas Eve. So everyone thinks that I love the Spice Girls. No. My favorite artist of all time is Michael Jackson. There you go. Thriller. And bad. Yeah. What's funny about Thriller, though? Thriller isn't even my top four favorite Michael Jackson albums. That's the funny thing. It, it, it is. So I mean, people think I'm like, no way! No, I, I prefer bad, history, off the wall, invincible, dangerous. There you go. That's why right there. Mm-hmm. 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 I hated invincible. I can tell you that. I hated invincible. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, who, who is that? Sorry, it's my roommate. She was just like, ah, da, 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 da. and like, I'm doing, I'm doing something right now. Wait, you you live with a female roommate? What's up? You have a female I, roommate? 
Uh, it's a long story. No, no, wait, wait. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. This wasn't a topic, Ray. How can we explain this topic? Hey, AZ, we have four minutes. We have four minutes. Come on, Ray. You got to give us some kind of backstory on this, Ray. You have a female roommate. What's the deal? She's a woman? What do you want me to say? Come on, Ray. Oh, come on, Ray. You can do better. Talk about her on on the radio. Come on, guys. Come on, man. That that, that that's good information right there. It, it, well, see, she's already taken too. So there. Uh, that's what you're looking for. She's taken. No, no. no Ray, I'm just saying. I think Ray. I think Ray. Honestly, this, this makes everything even more interesting for me. This is what, this is what? what Ray thinks. This is what Ray thinks of me and G right now. Shut the hell up. By the way, I'm getting tired of that shut the hell up thing. You played up like 25 times. It's still played out, man. It's really played out. Shut the hell up. Shut up. Really played Keep out. Keep your mouth really shut. Really played out. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I need more sound bites. I, 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 think, I, I think they create more. I think, I think, well, let me ask you a question. Should, should I read Antoine Staley's tweets? No. no. Anything but that. You should read Rain and Freshly's tweets. Oh no! Show, oh his, no! His show is debuting tonight. His show is debuting tonight. If you read anybody's tweets, it's rain or fresh. What, what, what do think? Let's, let's do that. Let's, let's read his tweets and then let's read Ray's tweets. What? Ray Morales' tweets. <laughs> what about my tweets? We're gonna read them off on, on air right now. Here's that board. Huh? Here's that board. Yeah, you're that right now. You know, it, it, EJ did not prepare this show. At all. To the last I did. half hour has been I nothing. did, but I, I, the topics that I, I, I feel like every time I come on the show, you're never prepared. And then you're just going to resort to making fun of me because I'm Asian or something. That's the only reason I can come up with. I'm black, so what? I, 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 I only made fun of your Asian thing once. That was it. All right. I know. Radio Freshly says, tune in to my guys, EJ, Kristen, and G Celia right now for their show. And stay tuned for my show at 8 p.m. because this time only... How about that work? Oh, okay. Harmless. Stable. No. What? Stable gonna get thirty something emails from me over over Desi. What? Uh, I don't want to stand rain for rain. Bad idea. Bad idea. Wow, Rod, take your email retweets and log off. I need help because I eat it like groceries? What? What? <laughs> and I, and I, actually, I actually have a good tweet from, from mine, from mine, actually. <laughs> it was, uh, I replied to Amy Schumer. Because Amy Schumer said, tonight, me and my main man, Samuel L. Jackson, Stephen Merchant, on some show. And I asked her, which one filed you? She didn't respond, though. <laughs> I don't know and if it, it makes you. sense. I don't know if, it, if that makes sense. This crown hitting, hitting the spot, though. Crown Royale. God. Yeah, I got nothing. All right, you got me about my back. Let's go, Ray Moraldi's tweet. Screw that. Brandon, you failed today. You failed. 
I EJ loves animals. He really loves animals. Sweet, fat, sweet EJ. What? You don't get it, do you? Are you like dead? Okay. He really wrapping up, loves wrapping up, animals. Wrapping up the gibberish with EJ and D Steelio. Hey, Kendall Jenner. D Steelio wants to talk to you. With the link to the show, too, by the way. All, all I've been doing is pubbing your show these last two hours. I appreciate that. And, 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 and you know what's terrible about that, Ray? All your followers that click that link are going to hate you now. What? Oh, no! Kyrie Irving! Oh, no, that, 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 I said all your followers that click that link are going to hate you now because they had to listen to this. <laughs> Embrace oh. the geek. Wow. This is a oh, disaster, guys. This is terrible, EJ. Can we just read this? This is a disaster. Yeah, can, I just, can I just go home? Dude, I want to go home. Huh? Fine, huh? Go home. Never mind. Oh. This show's not a shit. Yeah, can we just See, go you're, home? You're, you're, you're telling me. <laughs> it, 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 this show's about 25 minutes ago. By the way, guys, follow follow me on Twitter at the Nolos Pass, and you can subscribe to my podcast on iTunes. It's called Rarity Fundamental. At David Menon and Jamie Maggio, Kristen Lemo, and Zach Harper on my podcast recently. So check that out. It's on Rarity.net. Thank you very much, people. By the way, we're gonna we're gonna be on that podcast in a couple of weeks. Actually, me and G are gonna appear on the podcast. I think I think on the twentieth of June. Uh, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Ray wants nothing to do with us today. No, I think Ray's done. I think Ray's done. I think Ray's done with me and with me and G today. I think Ray is, uh, is exhausted. I think I think we've exhausted. I, you know, I can't even blame him. Uh, we're gonna need we're gonna need to, to earn Ray's trust back. It's, yeah, it's we're, yeah. Really we, we, we don't, this, this is this is really yeah. EJ's fault, though, Ray, because yeah. I'm just a co-host. Yeah. This is all yeah, EJ's fault. fault. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's really his fault. I mean, uh, hey, I, 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 I pretty much just rattle off with with whatever content EJ supplies. So it is EJ's fault. All right, <laughs> this 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 uh. This uh, blame Ray Ray movement is actually picking up some steam. Yes, yes, it is. You have ESPN personalities now holding up signs publicly saying hashtag blame Ray Ray. Here, here's the thing. Five years ago, it, it was just like a harmless hashtag from friends, whatever. And then a few months ago, um, Kristen Ledlow, we were talking, and um, she from from MMA inside stuff. We were talking, and then her her and then her phone died or something, and she needed to get a new phone. And then she was like, "I want to blame Ray for this," and I'm like, "Oh, so she's blaming me now too." So from there, it just picked up steam. So every time someone goes to my podcast, they have to put a sign that says "Blame Ray Ray." So you have to do it too in two weeks. I know. Yeah. You think G would do it? You think G would, what G would actually do it though? I, I, I'll do it. I comply. But G Steelio is a different. It's a different character in its own. Yeah, I, I'm not doing that. There you go. There you go. G Steelio is another character in its own. G Steelio is just that guy who wants to be different, contrarian. Oh, you That's hate right. A Rod? Well, I love A Rod. You like Jay Cutler? Well, I love Jay Cutler. I do love those guys, though. The sky's blue. No, it's not. So, red. so, so, what do you, what do you, what, what are you gonna do to make up for it, then, G? What, what, what do you want me to do? Right. Well, and let's even derate it. This isn't Ernest speaking uncensored yet. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to put blame EJ Christian now or something? Is that what you're going to put? No, that, 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 sounds, that sounds stupid. Blame Ray Ray sounds perfect. 
Then do blame Ray Ray. Blame EJ. No. Blame EJ. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I kind of blame EJ every week for something that's gone wrong on this show. Well, there you go. See? Well, I'm the full support and, of the show. And, and, and this week, I was more right than ever. So. Yeah, I agree. We had a great first hour, though. If you want to go oh, and, it was uh, perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, and then, then, and then, did it go the first hour? I only, I, I only heard people making fun of me the entire the entire show. So I don't know if it was a little bit. I actually thought you did very well. No, I actually thought you did very well in the interviewing stuff. I thought it was fine. What happened to the show, dude? You want to know what's messed up about this show, right? That it's so whatever EJ wants when it comes to the topics that we have an NHL finals going on and my Chicago Blackhawks are up one game to nothing and there hasn't been a single mention of it. You know, not a single mention of Chicago Blackhawks. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true, though. That's not true. You know, that's not true. So, that's not true. So, so ESPN, basically, right? <laughs> that's what it is? You just call me corporate. Yep, you are. You're well. very corporate. <laughs> you, you, you know how corporate he is? He, he said he said he wants to do an uncensored show, but there's gonna be a list of words you can't say. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a silly pot on right now, most, EJ? Is that is the most corporate nonsense. That is true. <laughs> was that are you right? wearing was a that? suit right now, EJ? Are you wearing a no, suit right now? Is actually, no, I'm wearing it. Actually, I'm wearing an Ninja Turtles uh, t-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt, and and a Mario Brothers uh, uh, pajama pants. But thank uh, you. Uh, and all I heard in that sentence was, "Yes, I'm wearing a onesie." That's all I heard. A onesie. <laughs> <laughs> a onesie. What oh, terrible! Man. Oh my god! So look out for that podcast. We're gonna be, we're gonna be on both both B and G. Gonna be up on Ray's in, infesting Ray's uh fun of the podcast. Probably the worst Ray's. Probably the worst Ray's episode of all. Um, Probably because I'm not I'm not watching the NBA Finals, so I don't know what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> no, we're not even gonna we're not even gonna talk basketball. Don't worry about that. We're not gonna talk basketball. Good, good, good. I'm good to go. I'm good to go then. We're, we're gonna talk Kelly right. Kapowski. Awesome. And, by the way, Ray, before you get going, Ray, Ray, you had this cool idea. I don't want to make it public yet, but you have this idea for me for your podcast moving forward. You want to start what me start doing um, soon? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a nostalgic nostalgia section of my podcast uh, with EJ, and if she wants to join too, um, so we're gonna talk about like I don't know anything that's basically old school '90s TV shows, music, whatever. You know, so we're gonna start doing that soon, as, as soon as you know we get everything together. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right, guys. I, I mean, I really got to get ready. I got to go out to get some. Shout out! Got to go watch Love and Mercy. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to give two quick shout outs. One quick shout out to the legendary Brian Wilson, whose movie opens up today, Love and Mercy, which I will be going to see in Brockville today. And the second shout out is to my scumbag chiropractor, who probably got me for about 170 bucks in the last two weeks because my back has been a pain in the ass. So shout out to you. How's it back, bro? And how's it back? And my shout out. And so I shout out to EJ for for playing that sound by Shut the Hell up like twenty eight times. And shout out to Attorney Bear. Shout out. Antoine shout out. Shout out to Antoine Staley for being Antoine Staley number one. Number two, shout out to the Caribbean Dragon place. I just got curry chicken from about three hours ago. That food was yummy. Um shout out also to Do they have a name? You can't just say that curry no, I, I, you gotta I, give them I, a shout out. I forgot the name actually. I'll get the name next time. Oh my god, we're never thinking of fun. No, no, I forgot the name of the place. 
I'm never getting a sponsor. Never getting a sponsor. Anyway, no. <laughs> well, they, they don't listen to the show anyway. Not like you would care. Before we get going, uh, G, uh, Ray, thanks for coming on the show today. Real appreciate it, man. Where can I find you? All your stuff, anything to plug before we get going? The NoLookTap.com. Also find me at RayRay.net, where you can find the RayRay is Fundamental Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at the NoLookTap. Okay. And G? You can follow me on Any Instagram, plucky? Twitter, and the .com website, G-E-S-E-L-I-O, which is search the hashtag hot throb. I'm looking for you, Kendall. I'm looking for you. <laughs> Who? Kendall. Kendall Jenner. Well, where have you been on your own show? You have to cut off like a gun. Goodbye. No, G. I'm done. No, no, G. No, no. No, G, you cut off. Yes, cut off. You cut, no, you cut off, actually. I'm, I'm still done with you. I'm still done with you. You guys have a great weekend. <laughs> And then a plug? No, I, my, my website. Yeah, I got, I got two album reviews up there. Mumford and Son suck, and ASAP Rocky was a little bit better than suck. Go check out the reviews. <laughs> and check, check, out, check out also the new, the new Peyton Man article he wrote also too. Check out DCL's playlist this Sunday also too. Follow me on Twitter at EasyCutTumber7. We're out, guys. Great show today until an hour after. Later. It, was, it wasn't great. <laughs> Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.